Welcome to episode 446 of the Pop Culture Roundtable, the only podcast that still doesn't know all the lyrics and the meaning to Old Lang Syne. In this episode, we talk about Hacks, Draplin's Timex Watch, and Holiday Meal Roundup Volume 2. I'm Andrew Sale. I'm Lauren Rubin. I'm Patrick Hill. So forget all those old acquaintances, because it's time to make room for another episode. That was my grandmother's name. Acquaintance? No, old lame sign. <laughs> we like to kick off every episode by going around the table, which is where we talk about something new, fun, and noteworthy about our weeks. Happy New Year, Patrick and Lauren. Thank Happy you. New Year, Andrew. It's uh, We're made it to 2022. Can you believe it? <laughs> I Yeah, because I've been here for a couple of days now. I have big plans for this year. Yeah, I can't wait to hear your plans. Oh, let's just let's do it. New, yeah. Year, let's, New Year's resolutions. Uh, Lauren, what are you doing? What, what are you doing this year? Oh, my number one resolution is like fix my work life balance. I'm very bad about that. So definitely working on that and trying to get back into working out again. And to fix that, is that going to include more work or less work? Less work. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I pretty much work all the time up until now, so I'm trying to get better. (laughs) It is true. We have to podcast at like four in the morning because (laughs) Lauren is always working. I'm on my Uh, eighth cup of coffee. I I would honestly like pound some coffee right now. I did before we started. (laughs) I desperately want some, but we just started recording. And so now I have to wait. Another yeah. hour before I can get some. Andrew, what, what's your New Year's resolution? My New Year's resolution can be summed up in one word, and that word is stability. Like yeah. balance? Uh, nope. Just this last year was the most... We learned that the word is pronounced tumultuous. The most mm-hmm. tumultuous. The most... God, Lord. This <laughs> past year was a hard year. <laughs> What I'm imagining, I'm imagining I walk into your living room, I open the door, swing it open, right? Mm -hmm. I turn the corner, look at you, and you just have like, your feet are wider Mm -hmm. than your shoulders, and you're like crouched down, and you're just so stable. Push me, push me, try to push me over. (laughs) That's what I'm imagining right now. I've got a low center of gravity. I'm going to buy you a balance beam. My core is engaged. (laughs) <laughs> uh no looking for stability this year i think That's i can good. achieve that yes okay Patrick. i um i've seen some people post their resolutions and it it tends to be like more and and like better and um whatever i'd like to uh, publicly shame those people by name <laughs> as follows <laughs> <laughs> my my resolution number one <laughs> my 100% goal for this year is to to do less than I did last year and to get paid a lot more for it addition by subtraction yeah yep. so no. i uh i want to push back against the idea of like i'm going to launch more things and i'm going to f- finish more projects and i'm going to um get in front of more people and all those things forget that i just want to do less i want to be able to like fuck off earlier mm-hmm. and uh and i want to get paid more for it that's my resolution and if you see less people 
you were literally seeing no people because <laughs> you only yeah. see Mackenzie. <laughs> so I'm looking That's to funny. see a lot less of my wife this year. <laughs> yeah. I want to be less productive than I was last year. Mm-hmm. But, but be paid for it. for it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's the dream, man. That's the American dream. Mm-hmm. There's a but great the thing book. is, you can't get there by doing more. That's the where you mess up. You yeah. think, oh, if I do more now... I can do less later. I, no, you have to start doing less today. Absolutely. I'm, I've yeah. stopped doing less yeah. since you started talking. Um, I <laughs> There's a great book that you can kind of jumpstart you into that. It's called The Art of the Deal. And that will get you Shut anywhere up. you need to go. <laughs> Literally anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've learned. Um, yeah, that's a good, that's a, those are good resolutions. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. You know, I want to get I want to get back in shape. I want to do uh, I also want to do less and make more. Um, but um, I'm really think- trying to like maybe think of like maybe not like do less in the same way, but like quality over quantity. Like, you know, don't like kill myself trying to do as many things and like. Say no, more. say no to yeah. smaller things so that you can say yes to bigger things. We've we've yeah. all seen office space. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you remember the line when he's like, "I got a cousin's broke as shit," and he he already does that, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, yeah. <laughs> and and that's like my whole thing is, um, I can just start today. Like <laughs> I can just stop showing up for things today. You I can very say no to things today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all of these things are at my fingertips, and um, so yeah, I, and yeah. and how's the first I, couple days going? To have anything. I was going to say, but well, <laughs> but making more money, it does seem kind of like you're going the opposite direction based on what you told us before we started. Here's the thing, recording. though. You just ask for more. Okay. And that's it. You just ask mm-hmm. for more. Okay. That's all you got to do. I like that. I, I like that idea, that attitude. That's We're going to carry that into 2022. I mean, well, I also mm-hmm. like quit drinking and I also am like on a diet and like all this other dumb stuff. But, but the real primarily, thing is, I want to make more for doing nothing. And I'm starting already. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I hope I hope your year is lucrative and lazy. <gasps> Speaking yeah. of lucrative, mm-hmm. well, I, I'm just going to get to see Luke soon. I'm excited about it. So, okay, like I, I thought you screen, were going to parlay that into great. like an announcement that you know that, uh, mm-hmm. you know. I'm going to be honest. I've lost a lot of money so far this year. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Only the fourth. <laughs> it's been it's a bad been, few days. It's been a, it's been a rough <laughs> year. It has been a rough year. Um, no, every time I hear Luke now, it just reminds me they were going to see Luke soon. I'm very excited about it. I know. Yay. Listeners, you're not going to get to see Luke soon. He's for us. Uh, at the end of this episode, I'm going to give everybody publicly your address. And so anyone who wants to show up while Luke's here is able to do so. Yeah. perfect. So that'll be good. That'll be fun. So stick right. around to the end. Uh, I'm going to go and care. I know what we're about to do. We're about to do, we're working ourselves backwards because we started with New Year's resolutions. Now mm-hmm. we're moving on to the gifts you receive for Christmas. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and kick this off. I, Mackenzie and I, as part of our doing nothing, we did not visit a single person over Christmas or New Year's. We did not drive a Dang. single mile. We stayed at our home and we did not give gifts to each other. We did nothing. So uh, that is so that's it. That's my roundup. And when I, I say I don't know if I'm jealous or not, because it's like then you don't have like so many parts of like what feels like Christmas and like my family would yeah. kill me for not showing up anywhere. But <laughs> well, see, here's two things. What I don't have is Omicron 
And the second thing is, I agree that it like always makes your family mad. I, I want to, and not just your family, Lauren, but like all of our families. Yeah. Um, I, I know that that's true, but my family already got to do that. My parents already got to set, um, expectations and, and set like traditions and they got to have that for like 20 something years while, or, or 25, 30 years while they raised all their kids. But now it's my family. I'm married. I get to set mine. And so what I've decided is I don't care that parents get upset. Like, so what? Your people, you got to live your life. I have a finite amount of time on this earth. And the way I'm living, maybe only one or two years left. And I'm not going to spend <laughs> that doing someone else's traditions. I don't, I, I just genuinely don't give a shit about any of my family's traditions. I want my traditions. And that doesn't because mean it's you don't. Life. And that doesn't mean you don't care about your family. You just. Exactly. Yeah, you can value yourself and your family mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So is it, that's one of those places I've come to as a person. I love my mom more than any other mom out there. She's a great mom. <laughs> Don't give a shit about doing the traditions that she arbitrarily decided. <laughs> I'm going to do the ones that I arbitrarily decided. I think mm -hmm. a difference comes into play, Lauren, where you also love doing those traditions too. If if your if yeah. your love of the tradition aligns with the tradition, then by all means let your tradition be that tradition. But yeah. if you come to a place where you're like, no, I want to do something different, and the only reason I'm doing this other thing is because I feel obligated to, that's mm -hmm. when when you have to come to this like uh you know this. Oh no, I, I get it, I get it. Yeah. It's just like it's, well, now it, I'm it, not gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so anyway, that all it's I just hard say, for me to imagine like not going anywhere especially so the last gift i got i got on this show lauren gave me a gift mm -hmm. <laughs> and that is literally the last gift i got for christmas so with that oh. lauren what did you get for christmas uh i got uh a lot of like kind of more practical adult things this year you know like clothes and then like a lot of things um that i wanted for my kitchen like i got a new coffee maker which i love and new kitchen Ooh, knives new pots and pans and I got really cool, like, nerdy cookbooks that I'm super excited to try the recipes from. It's like a combination of, like, recipes that are in shows. So, like, you know, like, uh, meat pie or something, like, from Game of Thrones. And then also, like, um, making foods look like nerdy things. Like, they had, like, um, what were, uh, like donut holes that look like pokeballs and stuff like that. You know, so they had all kinds of variety of fun things that I'm excited to try and uh, cook and bake, which will be really fun. I will um, eat those things. I'm excited. Yeah, did you see the Did you see the cake that I made? No, show me. How would we cake? have seen it? <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, Mackenzie <laughs> probably posted on her socials. Okay, no. Um, um, I saw a cake, and it's the Christina Tosi birthday cake. Who mm -hmm. she does stuff with uh, Momofuku. By the way, David Chang, who's oh yeah yeah Momofuku, yeah, I know. He was just on Hot Ones, uh, mm -hmm. and it's an incredibly good episode of Hot Ones. Uh, but I wanted to make her cake, and so I baked. Oh, that's awesome. I did see this, but you know I didn't I mean, realize you made yeah. it and it wasn't from Milk Bar because it looks no, exactly uh, like their cakes. Like It does. <laughs> and I'll, uh, I just realized I can just text all the messaging. You can look at it. But yeah, uh, it's the Milk Bar recipe. But no, we we like uh, Mackenzie and I, uh, we we uh, baked it <laughs> and I will never bake that cake again. That was a total pain in the butt. Did it taste but great? It looks amazing. Way too sweet. Like in the same oh. way that it's like over the top with like. It's fun and confetti. It's also like, here's a ton of sugar. So yeah. 
you can't actually you can't actually eat the cake because it's like you can have it's two bites of it and you're done. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was good, but like you, it's not edible. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta change the recipe next time so like the icing has less sugar. No, I'm not gonna but, make yeah, it yeah. again. That is, the cake is never getting made again. Well, you it looks beautiful. You guys did a really it good does job. Look good. It looks crispy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It look if you look up like uh, Momofuku milk bar, like mm. you can order these cakes online. I've done it for people. That's why I know what they look like. Um, it looks exactly like it. I thought you guys just bought it. <laughs> Thank you, but we did yeah. not. <laughs> Um, a couple other things I got for Christmas. I bought this for myself, actually, but I think it's like really awesome and kind of applies to our audience. So it's like a, a yellow oh, beanie yeah. that has the uh, script for the like Lord of the Rings, um, like the one ring thing around the whole um, like rim of it. And it's really cute by uh, Hey Ashley Designs. And they only made 25 of these, though. So I don't know hey, if they still have them, but I think good. it's really cute. And it's very soft uh, material. I haven't really worn it yet, but I'm excited for it. We've only had one cold day in Houston so far. <laughs> really? I yeah, feel like it's literally. been cold here. I was told that it was like 26 degrees on the day that I came back. Oh, I mean, maybe it was cold when I was gone, but like I haven't been here when it's Oh, been that's cold right. You were gone yesterday. Too. Yeah, we were yeah. both gone. <laughs> um, and then the last thing that I got that I've been really, really enjoying is uh, my brother bought me Stardew Valley for Switch. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this game. It's very, very fun. Um, it's like a farming simulation game. So it's kind of like Animal Crossing or it's a lot more like Harvest Moon, except they added in like combat and some other things that I think make it like a lot more fun than those games. Plus, there's actually like an end goal. So like I've kind of been like feeling less inclined to play Animal Crossing because like it just doesn't feel like there's anything left to do. But this has like even when you're like there is like an ending to this. So that's kind of nice. And it's cool because I can play with my brother um we did that last night for a few hours or i could play by myself it's just a really cool game it's really cute um if you like super chill games where you don't do a lot like also time doesn't advance when you're not playing so that's also really nice after playing animal crossing for so long oh my gosh but yeah it's a really fun game very cute uh stardew valley check it out i started playing that last time i went to europe because i was i couldn't sleep on the plane and so i figured oh yeah like, good good for that yeah i'll try and and it kept my attention for most of the flight but I literally have not picked it up since. <laughs> is it only on the Switch or is it an app? No, they, ha they have lots a of phone ways. app. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't know they had it on the app. But if you play on Switch, you can play with us, which would be cool. And the game is really cheap. It was like $15. So it's not like a huge um, investment, but really fun game. Uh, you can sink a lot of time into it very, very easily. But it's really enjoyable and very relaxing. You know Maybe I did play it on the Switch now because I think I still had my Switch when I took that trip. So I actually yeah. probably did play it on the Switch, actually. But anyway. Very nice to play it. on Switch. It works really, really well. So love that. Very good game. Uh, and that's like kind of my favorite things that I got for Christmas. Nice. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you what I got for Christmas. I got a few things. Um, I think uh, a couple of things that I got. One of them is this. Uh, so we, we have a friend named Jim. Sinner Jim Dawson. He's been on the show oh, once. Yeah. Uh, so he's part of the Slack community, um, and just a stand-up guy. But he he gave me this. I'm trying to get it where it doesn't. There we go. He gave me this leather. Ooh. It's hard. It's hard Ooh. to see how good it is, but it's raw leather, yeah. hand-bound. Ooh, I love that paper. Yes, it looks like a pirate's notebook. Yes, can you only like do in a really cool in way. blood? You can only sketch in blood uh, or octopus urine. Those are the two. Yes. Good. Um, but yeah, so 
he he That's found really cool. them. It's it's all hand done, and he he I guess he bought a couple of them from this little shop, and he sent them to people who he knew would what he said was fill them with awesome drawings. I said, yeah. okay, I can't so, wait to see what you make in there because I know papers really. I sick. have I feel like I have to really like tap into my inner like Leonardo da Vinci uh, to draw in that <laughs> appropriately. Um, or no, you should just draw like you know fantasy things or you know like that kind of stuff. <laughs> This uh, this is a gift that Stuff I from think our D and D games. <laughs> what? Stuff from Stuff our D and D games. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you say it. this was a gift that I got Cooper. Um, it is a Dungeons and Dragons, nice. no humans allowed. It is a store like a an illustrated story. It's not like a kid, like it's like a oh, young cool. reader or whatever. But it's a Dungeons and Dragons. I love books that do that. Yes, it's a dun- It's called My Dungeons and Dragons Dungeon Academy, and this is the first volume. I guess they're going to be doing a cool. series of them. So I bought this for Cooper and I to read together. Speaking of Dungeons and Dragons, I got this gift. Speaking of drawing, it's called the Paparazzo, and it is a oh cool base that is like an all-inclusive, like self-contained telescoping base that you snap your phone in, and there's a light. So nice. it lights and you snap your phone and so you can record on your desk while you're drawing, while you're painting, whatever it is. That's been the biggest issue of me not doing that, like any live stream stuff, because I don't really have a good setup for it. And now I can capture, even if I'm just, even if I'm not live streaming, if I'm just doing like time, you know, time lapse video of me drawing or painting or whatever, yeah. I now have, it's like really beefy. It's like nice and substantial. It's not, it does not feel cheap Funny. at all. There's a remote um, so you can oh, control nice. all of it. You don't have to like, you know, mess. You, you don't have to mess with your phone. Like, look, you know, get up mm-hmm. on top and do whatever. It's it's all remote based. So it's really, really cool. Very um, nice. And I got the new Disney 50th uh, calendar for 2022, which nice. is uh, like a, lots of really cool vintage artwork and stuff of the of the the ride attraction or the attraction posters and things like that back from the seventies when, when it first came out, I also got this, uh, you remember me talking about my office. Mm. This is the same author, same illustrator, but it's parks and rec Leslie for, for class president. So it's a kid's book of, um, parks and recreation. Very, very fun. Like look at Ron Swanson's little mustache. Yeah, I love actually Anne. That's so cute. <laughs> yes, it, they they do such a good job capturing the characters, but still having it be stylized and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, on the topic of drawing, I got this Mickey Mouse shorts. It's a uh, 3D That's printed, <laughs> but it's Mickey Mouse shorts, and uh, it is a pencil holder. I I haven't had a That's pencil cute. holder on my desk in a really long time, so that was really exciting to get. And then I got the clue. Disney villains version, Ooh. Um, which is super cool. The pieces are very, very. Whoa, they're like, that's wait. The box looks like a book. That's yeah. Really the cool box too. looks like a book, and it's that's got a neat. nice, nice texturing on it. But like the pieces are um, legit. They're like die cast, and they're like this big. Uh, I love love die cast metal like playing pieces. I don't. They're just always so cool. That means that it's like super beefy, and the game is actually pretty heavy. Um, that looks awesome. I went to Florida for Christmas, so I had to fly back with all this stuff. Legitimately was concerned that I was going to have to pay for the oversized uh, or the like luggage. Suitcase. Yeah, like the, the heavy <laughs> suitcase. Um, and then the my favorite thing, the final thing that was like my favorite thing that I got for Christmas was a 13 and a half hour scavenger hunt 
through Disney Springs. Oh, um, that's awesome. It was an all-day wow. thing. Uh, it included uh, stopping at Gideon's. It included getting Starbucks. It included watching St uh, Spider-Man for the nice. third time. Uh, it included <laughs> uh, lots of good food, uh, little treats, getting a pin, like all sorts of going to the Wonderground Gallery and taking a picture uh, in front of Jared and Jason's um, artwork. And the day concluded with um, taking the hot air balloon that's at down that that's at Disney Springs um, up right when the Epcot fireworks were going off. Oh, so that's awesome! It was a pretty that's rad. So cool! It was a pretty really rad uh, gift. Lots and lots of fun. Did that and make your? I just imagine like my loins would quiver. <laughs> <laughs> like just at how beautiful that that would be. The yeah. the end of the day or the whole thing? No, not the whole thing. That sounds like <laughs> awful. I would be so exhausted. <laughs> but I'm saying the hot air balloon with the fireworks and it's dark and I I just think that sounds so magical. It yeah, it that's really, really was. Cool. It was. We got up to the top and um and they were like, I don't I don't I I was hoping that the fireworks I was trying to time this because for the fireworks to be going off. And it looks like they may already be done. And like right when they said it, poof, 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 poof. and I was like, oh, this is awesome. Um, going so up cool. in that hot air balloon is really cool. I've wanted to do it for years and years and just have never pulled the trigger on it. And it was just I've cool. I've always wanted to like really... go on a hot air balloon ride of any kind. I always thought that'd be really cool. Do you know they go up in the sky? <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> I, I figured that out. Um, mm -hmm. It's uh, It was cool. It was a really, really cool uh, uh, experience. I'm going to talk about some of the other experiences um during my master category because most of what i did while i was gone was food related um and so uh, i'll <laughs> save that for my master category so um i think that's going to be that's going to be it right there's plenty more to talk about but we'll save that for another time for for more conversations let's move over into our master categories Every week we talk about our master categories and those are the categories we pick when we roll our dice. And uh, we did that a couple weeks ago. It was uh, last time we did that was last year. And so we're kicking off this year with some new fun, uh, exciting categories. And Lauren, um, I know you are uh, just checking the clock to talk about yours. <laughs> so why don't you yeah. jump into it for us? Sure. Uh, so speaking of Christmas gifts. This is actually something that I got for Trevor, but like seeing the whole package together, I figured this would be fun to talk about. So um, Trevor is a big watch collector. It's like one of the only things that he like sort of collects, but he's really, really picky about watches. Um, and so I've been, for a long time, I've been trying to get him the uh, collaboration watch that uh, Aaron Draplin did with Timex. And it's really cool. I have it sitting here. Uh, Andrew actually also has his own... Um, was this copy, I guess, would be the or yeah. you know, way to Rip say off. it. But he bought his he bought his when he was overseas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's Timex, but with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like so cool. I love it. Uh as being like a draplin thing, of course it is as orange as it can possibly be. The like watch strap is orange. Uh it's like a fabric one, but it's nice like texture, so it kind of like feels like when you have like a metal watch strap, and then the like actual face is nice. And heavy and stuff like feels good. And then it has like Draplin font for all of the letters and everything. And I do think it's really cool that the arrow is or like, you know, the second um, 
hand is like a little arrow and not just like a, you know, a straight line. I think that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a really nice watch. And of course, the packaging that goes with it is equally good because it's strapland and everything he does is freaking awesome. And like, yeah. I was thinking, like, it's funny because it's almost sort of plain when I, like you try and describe it. It's like an almost an all black box with like his font stuff, you know, just like very clear and nice. But like, I feel like you never, ever get to do this as a designer where your client will agree to something this minimal and clean and nice so it's like very like unusual to actually unless see. you're grappling <laughs> yeah yeah like he has the magic touch and people trust him enough that like you know they'll let him do this um and not be like make the logo bigger you know or whatever like jazz it up or add a texture like it's just like very clean and very nice so um it says on the front you know timex uh times ddc standard issue scout watch and has like just very plain you know um you know, text like describing the watch. It has a really funny like description on one side, like Drappen likes to do with a lot of his stuff. And then the inside is also cool because the like inside of the box is orange and has his logo and a little story about the watch. Uh, Nice little pillow for it to rest on and everything. And oh, the inside also has even more about Mm -hmm. Drappen and the design company and everything. And it's also orange. Really cool. Just good job all around. Like, obviously, we all love Drappen, but I just... Yeah, after trying for so long to get a hold of this watch, it was like, oh, this was like 100% worth it. <laughs> did, yours, did yours come on a little pillow too? Yes. Okay, yes. yeah, that that to me was what felt like it was. Yeah, like a very luxurious little pillow here. Oh, mine's black, yeah. No, 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 my, my, mine's black. It's still in the foam package. Oh, okay, got yeah. it, got it, yeah. Trevor like instantly has been wearing it already, so I'm, I'm putting it back in the box now just because like while we show you guys, but I think it's so cool, like really beautiful watch, really good package design and i love how much the like packaging matches the product i feel like that's something else you don't like always see where it's like very custom to this specific watch like the box and everything like it's something i like to do with my like pin backers i make a special one for each of them because i think that's kind of fun and it's like i love the like attention to detail and everything they did a really beautiful beautiful job you know, uh, so we've talked to Drapplet on the show and uh, mm-hmm. we've talked to him about some of his products i'm i can't remember um if we had specifically the conversation with him about this watch or if we talked with him about one of his other products and then we've just were in the room when he was talking about the watch. But the yeah. thing that he expressed is that, you know, he, he, he will not put his name on, um, you know, a thousand dollar watch or a $500 watch or, or a hundred dollar watch, whatever. Mm-hmm. His whole thing is that whatever he puts his name on, it should be like the most accessible version of that thing. Right. Um, and he specifically wants to lend design to things that we don't typically think of as being designed. That That's kind of like the other mm-hmm. thing that underpins the work he does. And it's the reason that he gets excited about designing a skillet, you know, like right. the stamping mm-hmm. on the bottom of a skillet or, or something like that, because he loves lending design to things that we don't think of being designed. Um, but the watch was one of those things of it's it's so clearly beautiful and thoughtful and well done but man for the for the price you pay it seems like a total steal <laughs> like it, yeah. it just feels so amazing like you uh used the word um i think andrew used the word luxurious when you were just mm-hmm. talking about it and in reality it's a it's an inexpensive watch yeah uh within the realm of watches uh but that oh, it's yeah. awesome that that someone that is uh as admired as draplin is uh, is still so intentional about producing things that 
the every person can afford and then wear. And that's yeah, why absolutely. he calls it the standard. The, the title of it is standard issue scout watch. <laughs> like this is mm-hmm. yeah. like it's it's not meant to be, uh, you know, th- this crazy ultra exclusive or elusive product. It's meant to be worn by the everyman, which is why he yeah. doesn't do he does additions, um, but he doesn't do limited things. Like everything he does is an open edition on some level. Like even if like uh, even if like all of his posters and stuff, like he might number some of them if they're like event specific. But like if you get a post like, when he runs out of stuff, he just orders more of it. He's he's not about exclusivity. He's about yeah. inclusivity. He's about bringing everybody together. And like you said, Patrick, bringing design, high design or highly you know high high form design to high functionality and to, to everybody. And I think that's what sets him apart among you know, other things, but there's, um, it's funny, uh, over the, uh, break, although this would have been, uh, the Thanksgiving break. Um, I saw that there was a collaboration between Pharrell Williams and, uh, Richard mill. I don't, who knows how the last name's pronounced. It's probably like a melee, but I don't have <laughs> expensive watches. So it's Richard mill right now. Old Dick mill. So um, Pharrell Williams and Dick Mill have a collaboration. And if you buy the watch, this is what's really wild, then you can get a coarse toy. But only people that purchase the watch can get the coarse toy. And coarse is a brand we've talked about on the show several times. I'm going to real quick uh, uh, share, show you all this toy because I know that y'all are going to want to see it. Um, it, it what, draw me, what drew me to is how beautiful the toy is. It, it actually looks like an astronaut... It's upside down being tethered down by balloons and the balloons are weighting the astronaut down. Um, It's super rad sculpture um, that Course did. But again, you can only get that sculpture. It's called Distant Bliss if you get the Pharrell Williams watch. The watch is beautiful. I want to be clear. The watch is beautiful. I looked up the price of this watch. If I remember right, this watch is $750,000. What? 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 Wait, like originally or reselling it? Let you what? know what? It's here. It is. Pharrell's watch costs just shy of one million dollars. I'm sorry, it's nine hundred eighty-three thousand dollar watch. Not no watches that cool. Sorry. So anyway, all that's I'm almost saying as is- much as my house. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's one toy I won't be getting. This watch does not deserve that what is what is it made out of that makes it worth that little band looks like it's made out of it's, rubber it's made out of like nine, it looks like a plastic nine, band it's made out like, of nine hundred and eighty two thousand dollars <laughs> and it costs 29.99 to make exactly <laughs> i mean in fairness look, so look at oh, the way this dang. is set it does that's look like the helmet sort of, of an cool. astronaut looking out over like mars with but Earth that's in just the an enamel pin you can do that for twelve dollars yeah. One of you should recreate this for an enamel pin and sell it for twelve dollars. But um, <laughs> coming from anyway, and, like I'm sure, I'm sure it's a really, I'm sure it's a really expensive nine hundred eighty-three thousand dollars. So anyway, it's just funny. I'm thinking in the realm of what watches can cost, and then I'm thinking about Draplin's watch. Yeah. That from a price standpoint, Draplin's watch is a piece of shit. It's right? funny. Like, like, <laughs> it's funny. it's funny because they actually both watches are using orange as their primary yeah, that's, like color it is funny. Which is, that's a really good that's a really good contrast 
to put both of those up next to each other and say, this one costs 983000 This one costs $9.83. Like, just that, <laughs> like, they're essentially giving this one out in a Cracker Jack box compared to what's happening yeah. with this Pharrell one. So anyway, Pharrell, anyway so if you're interested in the uh, Pharrell and uh, Dick Mill watch, uh, let me re- let me rebuy that uh, course toy off you because I'm sure you don't care at all about that toy. Oh, you, yeah. How much does a toy then cost in addition so that's, I, I could never figure out if they just give you the toy, which they I would should. hope. They, better they should at the very least give, give you, you a toy. They should <laughs> no also way. give you like but, a hug and maybe some like support. And $981,000 back. Like that's what they should do. <laughs> and they only produce like eight of the toys or like there's not a lot. You can imagine it's How not many, a run yeah, of 300. Yeah, there's probably eight of these watches too. So all you need to do is sell one of them. As if there's even eight people in the world that can afford that watch. <laughs> that, that's about it. Yeah, that, that and, really and then is. of those eight people, maybe two are interested. Yeah, and you and gave one of, of them those, as most a of gift. those people like, have that amount of money because they don't spend it on stupid shit like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh great! Oh wow! Uh, so I just yeah, I just yeah. There you go. So instead yeah. of this ridiculously expensive Pharrell Williams watch, please buy the Draplin watch. It's much please. better and goes to like supporting great people who make yeah. awesome things. That being said, I am going to send Trevor a link to that Pharrell Williams watch. <laughs> you should send a link to that watch. Oh, yeah. And I will say this. For those that love Draplin, we are going to have a Draplin giveaway we're going to announce at the end of this episode. Ooh. So stay tuned. Stick around. We're giving <sighs> Draplin away. Yeah, we're going to give away <laughs> Draplin. Uh, you got to pay freight. But yeah. if you'll pay freight, we'll give them away. It's shipping from Portland. So if you're local... Then yeah, it works out great. Yeah, you can just pick them up. Um, <laughs> all right, who are you tossing it to, Lauren? Um, uh, Andrew, why don't you take it away? So for Thanksgiving, I just so happened to get the food category, and I did my my very first holiday meal roundup. Well, I rolled food again, and I had uh, what is it? Christmas and New Year's, and is when is Rosh Hashanah? Is that during Christmas time? No. I don't know. <laughs> not even close <laughs> I don't know um, it's all good but there were other holidays and I decided I'm gonna do the holiday meal roundup volume two like I said to you guys a lot of my Florida trip centered around food and doing different fun food things so I'm gonna tell you about a few of those things that I did uh, over the holidays one of them is uh, I went back to art uh, chef art Smith's home cooking which oh, nice. is at uh, Disney Springs. Patrick, have you been there with me? Or I haven't been there, but I know who Art Smith is. Okay. His food is absolutely phenomenal. It's just oh, like good awesome. old, like, like down home, you know, Southern cooking, but mm-hmm. like elevated. Um, Didn't he it's... used to cook for the president, correct? Uh, I don't know. I don't... Maybe. I'm pretty sure that's true. So if you get a chance to go to Disney Springs, uh, go to and get a reservation if you can. If you don't, I do have a hack. Uh, That's foreshadowing to Patrick's uh, category. I do have a hack, and that is go in and just wait for a seat at the bar. They serve the full menu at the bar, um, and you don't have to have a reservation uh, to sit at the bar. So we, we were able to go to Art Smith's and um, have fried chicken dinner. It was really, really delicious. So that's one. He did used to cook for the Obamas, just for the record. He did? Yes. I yes. get it. Listen, mm-hmm. that that is a fried chicken that would bring about hope and change. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I've always wanted to try his food. He's like a, one of the like main like 
biggest celebrity judges they get on Top Chef like every year. So I've like always wanted to try his food. So uh, the other day, my friend JP went to to Florida. He was he was he went to Disney the week before I did. And while he I told him and his family about Art Smiths, and he now make they make a a reservation every time they go. They went this past time. Uh, Art Smith came and talked to them for several minutes. And oh my gosh, uh, as he <laughs> so was cool. talking to them, uh, they they said, "Hey, why don't you come down to San Antonio? You know, you can make a you know. Have you thought about coming to San Antonio?" And he said, "Actually, my team has been researching places to go in San Antonio. They've Damn. told me that going down by the river would do really well for us. So we might get an Art Smith." At the Riverwalk at some point That's in the future. Exciting. There's a little hot. Not take we for can you. lure him into Houston with all the good food stuff here. Sure, <laughs> um, but if not, at least you know you're a couple hours away. Um, yeah, not so bad at all. Home cooking, go there. Uh, it's really, really tasty. The other thing uh, with Gideon's, oh, it's homecoming, homecoming, coming, Co- coming. It's not home. It's not home cooking. C u m m i n apostrophe. Homecoming. Homecoming. <laughs> That's what it is. It's not home cooking. I'd, my, inevitably, I'd, go, I'd get to the end of this listening, and I'd be yelling at myself going, that's not what it is. And I kept saying it a hundred times over and over. Art <laughs> Smith's homecoming. That's what it is. Uh, and it's like, a, like, I think it's Florida Kitchen is like their, their subtitle. Anyway, go there. Um, went back to Do you Gideon's. Home cumin? Home cumin. Yep. Okay. I was thinking of yeah. that whole like Teresa Judice come in cumin thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, went back to Gideon's. They had some. Uh, I actually got to do to to do a couple more of their their holiday seasonal stuff. Their current seasonal thing is like a banana and dark chocolate, like with sea salt or something like that. Um, but a cool cool thing. Reached out to them. Uh, we're going to have them on the show uh, sometime in the coming weeks. That's so awesome. I'm really excited about that. Uh, the people who, who, um, who have, who have the owners of Gideon's Bakehouse uh, are going to come on and, and chat with us. So I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. Um, I went to Trader Sam's. Uh, so I've been to Trader Sam's at, at uh, Disneyland a couple of times. Never had been to the one at Disney World. Uh, it's always uh been tricky to get into and and the wait has always been really long managed to to do it this time um got their fried dumplings like their um little you know like uh pan fried dumplings and then i got mm-hmm. the krakatoa drink which comes in this tiki mug which is really oh, really cool, cool. that's um, good kind of hard to see the color because my room is a little dark oh, right now but really this cool is like red a, yeah this is a bright lava red like a reddish orange. It looks really dull right now, but yeah, bright awesome. lava red. And this is like a green tint. Um, very, it looks very like cool. the like, like red glaze is like dripping down over the like tiki yeah. idols. It's very cool. Yes. Uh, and, and if you're not familiar with, with Trader Sam's, every time you order a specialty cocktail, they, there's a little mini show that happens. Um, the whole place kind of takes over without giving anything too much away the room like it might rain there might be a monsoon the volcanoes that you're looking at outside the window may erupt um Mm. sometimes you anger the tiki gods and so the whole place if you've been to like club 33 i guess it's more likely you've been to trader sam's but like if you've been to like a (laughs) themed restaurant uh rainforest cafe or something you know that's pretty universal because those are all over the place Every every few minutes, something different happens in the restaurant where like the animals 
you know, different animals, you know, get upset or it rains. Like there's a rain, sh- uh, a rainstorm that happens at rainforest. It's like that. The whole restaurant uh, bar area is just this eclectic tiki room and everything has some sort of animation to it, which is really fun. It's a cool experience. Um, so cool. it was fun to be able to, to, to check that one off the list and get another uh, tiki mug to put things in. Um, and then uh, had the most interesting experience going to this place called Super Saiyan, uh, <laughs> which is a play off of Super Saiyan, where yes. I got to go to this little uh, Asian noodle house. Wait, how does it spell? Like S O U P A. Yeah. Saiyan. Okay. Yep. Super Saiyan. And, uh, it is exactly what you would think of if you know what those words mean. It is a Dragon <laughs> Ball Z themed Asian noodle house. That's um, awesome. And I, I thought, love this that. Is, is that okay? <laughs> Why not? They were all, I, I think all. I mean, I don't in know, Naruto, I'm asking, they always, I don't know. I, I'm, like, I, I'm surprised it's not Naruto because they literally eat ramen in like every episode. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Dragon but Ball it, Z is fun. It was, so here's, here's, so I, I, I knew what I was I didn't know. I, I agreed to go. I thought that'd be a fun, like, hey, this is a cool, fun, little kitschy place. We got there. We were waiting outside. Like, the line was out the door, and we waited outside for 30 to 40 minutes and then got Damn. to go in and waited for another 15 or 20 minutes um, just to order our food, and uh, it was good. So it was an Asian noodle house. It wasn't just ramen. They had pho, they had ramen, and they had udon noodles. Um, so you can kind of pick your, your Asian region. Um, and then they have like good names for all the ramen stuff. They didn't, I didn't see a ton of themed names in their food, which was a little surprising because the whole place was, was, uh, Dragon Ball Z. Like there, they had a, I think a local artist probably did all of the window treatments. Like it was completely like window decaled with these, this amazing art where all of these, uh, classic, uh, Dragon Ball Z characters are eating bowls of ramen. Um, and their logo is kind of incorporated into it. And then inside they have, I'll have to send you some pictures. Um, but inside they've got, uh, a ton of statues. Like they, they own all of sideshows like Dragon Ball Z oh, catalog. Nice, I'm sure nice. of it. And every single pop, like Funko pop of Dragon <laughs> Ball Z, um, as well as a bunch of art in the walls in there. It was a really so funny. unique experience. And then I got Japanese cheesecake for dessert, which I don't know if you've ever had Japanese te- cheesecake. It's like- I haven't had it, but it's it's the fluffy, yeah. bouncy cheesecake. It's fluffy yeah, it's like, and bouncy. I know bouncy. what it looks like. I just haven't ever eaten it. Yeah. It, it tastes nothing like cheesecake. <laughs> it's It tastes- uh, it has like, like an airy bread flavor to it. Um, it's a little sweet, but it's not very sweet. It's kind of like when like you eat a, a pancake, right? Like no, 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 no. These are like thick. They're like this. No, no. no. Like, I mean, like the the taste, sort of like um, sweet bread. Yeah, maybe. But I think more than that, much it has, fluffier, it has the though. the texture of a pancake. But I would say the flavor is more like a concha. So like if you've ever get mm-hmm. if you ever get like a Mexican concha. Oh yeah, they look like they're gonna be sweet because they have that like crackly color on the outside, but they're really just like a very, very minimal sweet, sweet yeah, yeah. bread, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it was really good. Like it, it was, it, it was quite, 
quite good. So um, if you're around, I think there are two locations now. We went to the original and there's a line. And when we left, That's there cool. was still a line. Like they just line up all day long. Like it was like almost three o'clock by the time we left. And there was a line out the door down the down the uh, plaza. So good, good for them. them. Uh, it was yeah. really, really cool. So those are a few of the uh, the holiday meals that uh, that I had. I have some more experiences that we're going to talk about next week um, and uh, fr from my trip. But uh, man, lots of good food, and it made it, it and it just ranged like the gamut. Like I went from crazy cookies to ramen to uh, tiki. to tiki yeah. <laughs> to fried uh, fried chicken. So like it was mm -hmm. like we we covered all the bases, um, and uh, absolutely delicious. So. Uh, with Sounds that, awesome. Patrick, why don't you uh, take us home? You know, there's a ramen place in Austin we need to go to. Matt Taylor told us about it when it opened. It opened the year before COVID started, and he was saying how, like, What's you have called? to get a reservation. There's, like, a line out the door, all that kind of stuff, and uh, we should really go to it. Do we remember the name, or do I have to text him? We do not remember the name. We have to text. We have to text okay. Matt Taylor for sure. Okay, I will text him and we will go tomorrow. Because if you read the names of ramen <laughs> restaurants, they kind of all sound the same. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> text Matt Taylor, find out. We'll do it. Okay. I really all like right. the name Stupa Saiyan. That's pretty great. It'd be, <laughs> like, it'd be like living here in New Braunfels and going, do you remember the name of the Mexican restaurant? <laughs> yeah. The one? Yeah. yeah. There's 10 called El uh, Napolitino. I don't know. I hope it's that. Um, <laughs> Napolitino? No that sounds like an, an Italian name. <laughs> Actually, I think it's... Uh, yeah, because that would be like ice cream that has three flavors, right? Yeah. Or like the guy that conquered all those countries and was like three feet tall. <laughs> One of them. Same thing. <laughs> all right. Both I of had... those things are Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like my hair like this? I love it like that. <laughs> It like should Dwight. never it should never not look like that. Yeah. You look like no, you don't look like Dwight. You look like Jim when he dresses as Dwight. If well, you're like, interested, like it looks like Dwight's yes, hairstyle, the part, I guess. Is what, yeah, yeah. If you find it massively frustrating when we talk about visual things that you can't see, you're gonna love the fact that next week we'll be recording our podcast on Twitch. Yeah. Which means you can see what these things are. But I will Patrick will be getting cut. his hair cut and beard trimmed prior to that. I will be getting oh no. <laughs> I think I'm getting it done the day after. <laughs> You messed up, son. It'll be you a before and after from like episode one to episode two. We might need to wait and record Tuesday night. Come back that next way. week <laughs> to see what Patrick looks like. Not gross. <laughs> I do look gross. All right. I have no. TV for this week. And I don't remember if it was past, present, or future. I think it was past, but that works out because I'm talking about a TV show that actually aired back in May. And that show is called Hacks. H-A-C-K-S. I can spell um, okay. I thought Hacks. you were pausing for applause. Like, do you need us to respond to that? I don't know that people aren't applauding to it. That's today is brought to you by the word hacks. <laughs> um, all right. So hacks is a TV show about a um, comedian. It's a lady comedian that's had an incredible career, very well known, but she's doing a residency in Vegas and she's been in Vegas. I mean, it would be like kind of what you would think of if you think in terms of Celine Dion, like kind of like, uh, she's just writing out the rest of her career there. And as this is happening, she's gone from this superstardom kind of position to slowly kind of less and less people are showing up in the seats every week uh, for her Vegas show. And so she finds out that the casino that she's performing at 
is considering either cutting her show or um or just uh or reducing dates or whatever so she's feeling this pressure of she's she doesn't draw the crowd she used to draw um at the same time there's this other uh woman comedian writer uh whose name is Ava who is kind of on the outs because she told some jokes that were like too politically edgy and she got canceled. <laughs> so she's mm-hmm. kind of riding that wave of on the outs, even though she's no at the time was known to be a very funny upcoming comedian. And these two people end up getting paired together. Um, so this is the, the first season, the first 10 episodes are about their pairing and about this idea of injecting new humor into a legacy act and of course, there's a generational difference. Uh, you're dealing with uh, females in in like many cases in scenes that are male dominated, um, and uh, you're also dealing with uh, uh, someone that seemingly has a much deeper uh, political or or social justice or whatever stance. Uh, again, because of generational differences, and then seeing where where that also kind of falls apart. Um, this show number one is is very funny. So the 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 humor is great, all, all that type of stuff lands. But I think what I'm most impressed by about this show, and by the way, this show has great ratings. It's a hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It's uh, eight point two on IMDb. I've heard great things um, about this show. I just gotten, haven't gotten around to it. It's got nominated for a bunch of awards. It's mm-hmm. won a bunch of awards. Um, it's and it's and it's got nominated to one for for writing, for acting, for directing, for all kinds of stuff. So just across the board. Very impressive show. Uh, it's it's incredibly vulgar. I mean, it's not a show you can just sit down with anybody. <laughs> uh, but really awesome show. But I think what I'm impressed about is um, how nothing is is clean cut. I mean, we can imagine uh, a lot of the subject matter uh, in terms of what's happening in the political sphere now or the conversations that are happening in the political sphere. But those conversations... Uh, are largely uh, fake arguments or they're, I hate the word fake, or they're largely uh, arguments that happen in the extremes, right? People love to argue in the extremes instead of of, uh, recognizing the reality that that takes place between those extremes. And this show tries to actually dive into that. The idea that, uh, you know, maybe you could feel like this person that's older has given up on current social issues or allowed things to to fester instead of calling them out. But at the same time, what are the things that that person had to go to uh, go through? What are the things that, that that person was trailblazing or, you know, where's the misunderstanding or, or the, the lack of awareness or empathy for like the different situations, uh, realizing that someone that's young can bring point of view to something that's legacy, but then also understanding the respect, uh, for something that's legacy and has a deep history there's it, everything gets played very well um minimum to both sides regardless of where you fall on the spectrum of topics that are covered and there's a lot of topics i mean if you imagine uh uh social uh gender um um whatever that the topics are going to be discussed uh through the course of this show so buckle up get ready but regardless of how you feel about the topics, they do a great job of showing you that they're at least uh, not as simplistic as we believe they are on the surface and as we tend to argue them, like the point of view we tend to argue. So I really appreciate the, the depth of thought in the writing that goes into the show. 
Um, the pacing of the show, very good. You know, I expected to, I was going to watch an episode. Uh, very similar, by the way. I, I would describe it similarly to, um, oh, I'll come back to it. There's another show that kind of did the same thing to me. Uh, Kaminsky Method, where I was yeah. going to watch one episode, kind of get a feel for it. And then you just binge the whole season. And you can't stop yourself. <laughs> it was like a similar type of feeling. I was only going to give episode one a try on Hacks. Mm-hmm. And I just blew through the whole season. I mean, I think I watched the entire season in one day. Uh, yeah, and it's one of those shows. And the good thing is, this show has already been green uh, lit for season two as well. So we will be getting more of it. And they for sure set it up in the show. Um, interesting note that I just want to throw in addition to this. This show was cast um, in all the pre-production well, or all the the um, uh, a lot of this happened during COVID. None of the actors, like the two primary actors, which are uh, Gene Smart and uh, Hannah uh, Inbinder, um, who plays Deborah and Ava, they did not meet. And really, it feels like the eighty percent of the show is them interacting. They literally met a couple minutes before they filmed their first scene. Because all of their kind of pre-rehearsals and things like that were happening over video calls because this was all still going on during wow. COVID. Um, mm-hmm. So the the production history is is very interesting. Now, Gene Smart, if you don't know, has been in tons, tons of stuff. I mean, just a, a huge Especially credit. Especially lately. Yeah. Like, I, I, in fact, I did not realize, uh, like, the shows that people are still talking about, like... Um, uh, Big Mouth has been recent. I know Mayor of Easttown last year was a very, very uh, big hit. Um, Watchmen. Watchmen. Uh, she was in Arrested a Development. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of... But like going back to Garden State 24, I Heart Huckabees. These are like... I love I Heart Huckabees. I know. It's one of my it, favorite movies. It reminds ever. me of high school. That's what I yeah. think of when I hear I Heart Huckabees and then Garden State. Oh, and they came out the same year. The Garden the State specifically. Yeah. <laughs> She listen. She's been in a ton of stuff, so yeah, she she does movie. have a legacy as an actress. And mm-hmm. again, in the show, she's across someone that was an up and comer, but actually hasn't done anything yet. Doesn't have a name out there, and is already having to deal with with um kind of getting swept up into uh, some of the um you know uh whatever cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Hannah Einbinder that plays her. She's been in like an actress and one other thing. She doesn't have a history as an actress. So even the people that they cast for these roles are actually in real life very similar to the people that that they uh, play in Hacks. Uh, but again, they're both just incredible. I cannot say enough uh, good things about the performances that happen in the show. Uh, so anyway, won't give anything else away. Awesome show. Worth checking out. It's on HBO Max if you want to watch it. Um, but that is Hacks. Can I tell you one of my absolute favorite things to experience in life? Sure. Okay. It's when I talk about something months, <laughs> if not close to a year beforehand, <laughs> and then you finally get around to watching it and you feel like you've discovered it. If you go back to episode like 400 and <laughs> like 13 or 20 or something like that, I talked about hacks and said much of the same things that you're saying <laughs> and it's it makes me so happy because that if, when you hit this place where you discover something and you fall in love with it I, there's this level of affirmation that i get which is why i just <laughs> sat back and let you talk the whole time and i just smiled i'm like yes i <laughs> all of this stuff i knew this was true a year ago you should have just watched it when i told you to 
that's what that's what goes through my head when you talk about that stuff. Hacks no. is fantastic. It was it was so long ago that I had forgotten about that show until you started talking about it, and I'm like, oh yeah, that was a really good show. I'm really excited. Season two is coming, coming pretty soon, isn't it? I don't know when it's coming. I know it was greenlit back in June, so well, not COVID long after it started airing. So yeah, yeah, I don't know TV's. I don't know any schedules anymore for pop culture stuff because of COVID. I used to know all this stuff. Well, <laughs> and frankly, there isn't. It doesn't feel like there's necessarily a, a very set model. I mean, we're kind of used to, and probably right. especially on the um, HBO side, that a show can have a good season, and it might be three years before right. we get the next one. I think a good I think a good connection that you made that that I didn't make that I fully agree with is the Kaminsky method. It has that same it has that same sensibility. Um and yeah. and I wonder I wonder if that's because we're getting older and we can relate to some of these jokes and some of this <laughs> uh there there's a bit where both of these shows deal with people who feel like they're being they're becoming antiquated to culture. And like, there's part of me that wonders, can I relate to that a little bit now? <laughs> you know, um, there's something to be said as well. And it, um, I certainly don't want to give anything away, but there is the relationship between, um, um, you know, the older comedian mm -hmm. and the hotel owner in the show. Yeah. And it would be very easy. And especially for someone that's more immature or younger, it would be very easy with what they deal with to kind of hate the person that's looking back at you. Yes. And yet, I guess because of the age and because of what they've gone through, like they're able to have like a very beautiful relationship in the show. And probably only because again, maturity, they're, they're age, yeah. life experience, whatever. And that type of stuff is, it's very beautiful to see because you, you don't expect it. And I don't know that like, personally i would think to offer like that level of grace to someone in a situation or that level of understanding to a person uh absent of like other interests sure you know? mm -hmm. yeah and the relationship that that uh what's it donna and hannah is that their it's names ava, ava and um yeah. but uh they're, Deborah they're and Ava. Deborah's Debra the lady, Debra. and then Ava's the girl. Yeah, I was close. I'm mean, just close enough, right? Yeah. Donna and Hannah. <laughs> um, Timex. She brings. They each bring the other person up, or not up or down, not up and down, but from one side to the other, they meet in the middle. Like uh, Deborah's character brings a lot of age and wisdom and history and context uh, for Ava, and then. Ava brings uh, brings relevance to to Deborah, and so just this this uh, meeting in the middle, like the relationships and a bit in, of renewed grit too. Yeah, and the relationships that are uh, that are present in this show are, you're right. It's it is it is not a how did you how did you put it? It's not clean. It's not for kids. It's not a um, yeah, but it's. It is uh, something in the relationships is something to aspire to because they these are real relationships and they are handled with um, a lot of thought. This is not poor. This is a very well written show. If, if you're looking at relational arcs, right? And like yeah. character arks mm -hmm. and things like that. Like it's, it's really well 
done from that perspective. And Kaminsky method is the same way. You end up caring about these characters far quicker than you should, right? Like Absolutely. you, you, you are invested in them, which is what you were saying, right? Like you were trying, you were going to give this show one, like the first episode, you were going to give Kaminsky method the first episode. That's all you were going to give him. And you were captivated enough to keep going and you cared about these characters and what happened with them far sooner than you should. And that's because of the writing and the acting. Um, but they do feel very, very similar. Yeah. Hacks. Uh, I don't think Andrew ever talked about it. Uh, HBO Max. Uh, <laughs> for sure, check it out. And especially check it out before uh, season two releases. Yeah. Which I love again, that you I might can have say that and left. you still don't even go, you know what? I do remember you talking about it. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, don't, I don't remember you talking about it, but it's funny. I was watching. Uh, I did it, think, didn't Andrew talk about this? But it was a long, it was quite a long time ago. So yeah, like, was, I was wasn't. Like, it was Positive, last year. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. I was watching a new show today called I Literally Just Told You. It's a Jimmy Carr <laughs> show. And uh, I think they have like three episodes out right now. That's and awesome. uh, by the way, cool premise of a show. Like uh, since I'm talking about TV, I'll just real quick tell you. Uh, basically, the things that happen during the show are the things you get quizzed on. So if over the course of the show, Andrew, you may have just uh, you made a comment about Timex or the Y earlier. Then later in the show, I might say, how did Andrew say that he would spell a knockoff version of Timex? Like, the, mm, so yeah, the questions yeah. just come, and they have like a team of people off to the side that are like coming up with questions based That's on funny. whatever's happening in the room. That's very, fun. very cool. That's fun. But during it, uh, one of the people there, one of the the women on the celebrity episode of this, this show, um, she uh, has interviewed a lot of people on, on the show that she has, right? It's, um, and she made the comment that she literally, the second someone walks out, she just forgets who they are. So she'll have people <laughs> like come up to her that she has interviewed before, and she does she doesn't have any memory of interviewing them because mm -hmm. it's she just said it's just this thing of like she loves talking to people. She's there while she's talking to them, but the second they leave, it's just like her brain just like flushes it all out and it's That's completely funny. gone. And I've realized that that is my relationship to this podcast. Tim Anderson, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Anderson is a great example of that, but that is my relationship to this podcast. Oh man, I love, love it. it. Okay, we're going to roll our dice and then we're going to head out of this episode. Um, we roll dice every week to figure out exactly what we're going to talk about. I want you guys to know while you were talking, I started rolling just for fun because it's in front of me. I rolled a mm -hmm. 20 and then I rolled a 19 and then I rolled an 18 and then I rolled a 17 and then I rolled a 16 and then I rolled no a 14. Way. Yes, I did. I went from 19, from 20 all the way to 16, and then I jumped to 14. Statistically, you're a unicorn. <sighs> yeah. Well, I just rolled a four. A four. And uh, it's, uh, it's any time period, but I rolled a four. Business. 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 Business time. You know, I'm talking oh, I about have, business. I already, That's I I'm call already ready business. to go on business. I have a hypothetical I've been saving. And I actually mm -hmm. was going to talk about earlier in this episode and didn't get to because of some miscommunication. And uh, I'm going to save that hypothetical for business. Yeah, go. that's good. I rolled a 13. 13. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Daddy needs a new pair of everything. <laughs> 13 lucky for you or bad luck? We'll see. <laughs> games. Games is not bad. Games? Okay. I can games? deal with games. I can deal with games. And I got a three, so that's future games. Great. Mm -hmm. Okay, sounds good. And what do you have, Lauren? I got a six and a two, so present TV. Present TV. Oh, that's... Maybe the new season of Hacks will come out. 
That's be great. perfect. Yeah, because then then no one will have will <laughs> be able to. Up. Yeah, perfect. we'll be able to debut this new idea for a third time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lauren, that's perfect for you. Uh, yeah, TV I'm very one. excited. I watched so much TV over uh, the break, so I have lots of stuff on my mind. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we're gonna head out of this episode. Before we do that, we, uh, yeah, we we know that next week we've been talking about this new format, and mm-hmm. one of the ways uh, in which we are going to engage you in this new format is we're gonna do some format specific giveaways. We're gonna buy your love. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we're not above that. We're not above that at all. We realized that now that we finally got people to actually write a review, let's change it up. <laughs> we finally, it finally paid off. So let's try something new now. Uh, yeah. We're going, we're switching over to Twitch. Now, if you only listen to this via audio, then that means you're 100% of our audience because we don't have a visual. <laughs> but if, uh, if, my what I mean by that is if like you're on the road or you're traveling or this is during your commute or while you're running or whatever mowing the lawn and that's what you that's when you listen to us you'll still be able to listen to us in your normal format. However, if you'd like to be a part of the show, we are going to start streaming the show live as we record it on our new Twitch platform. Patrick, where can they find that? twitch.tv slash m of one podcast so you'll be able to tune in live when we record the episode it's going to be you're going to get to see a lot of the behind the scenes because uh Mm -hmm. you'll you'll see the lead up and and some of the prep and then you'll be part of the show and and for the people who are tuning in live we are doing a giveaway patrick how do you want to uh, tell people about that yeah, so here, here's here's the thing. We're going to give away something that's pretty special. We think that you and our community will really love. And this mm-hmm. is something that you literally cannot get unless you're willing to spend a pretty penny on some shady black market site like eBay. <laughs> and that is, uh, it's a set of three field notes. These are unopened. And these are the field notes from the pretty much everything limited edition. So when Draplin released pretty much everything... He had uh, a limited edition. I want I don't remember if it was like 2,500 of them or, or what the number was. But he had a limited edition of um, uh, uh, this like enhancement pack that you could buy to go with the book. It came with a hardcover like slip that would go mm-hmm. over it. It yeah. came with a pencil. It came with patches, stickers. It Prince. actually came, it came with like, oh, yeah, little prints and yeah. these like little page inserts. Oh, nice. um, but it also, in my case, Andrew and I are disputing this because he only remembers getting one. <laughs> well, I with, only have one. so <laughs> It came with some sets of field notes in the the black and orange. And the orange is like this metallic. It's a foil. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, it's yeah, it's this orange foil uh, lettering. These uh, look, and the pages, like at least the sides of them, are orange too. They're, or, yeah, they're yeah. We don't know dyed. what the inside looks like because we've never opened them. Yeah. But <laughs> these are beautiful. Uh, orange and black is just—I mean, you can't pick a, a better color combination except lime green and black. Just kidding. Ooh. Orange and black is beautiful, 
And uh, and again, these are unopened. You cannot buy these anymore. This would have sold out the day it was released. Yeah. And these copies would have been distributed years ago. Yeah. So again, unless you find them on eBay, I actually pulled these up on eBay. There's none currently even listed right now. There are some that hey. have sold in the last couple of months, but there's none even listed on eBay right now. And we are going to be giving away a set of these um, the first week that we launch. This is next week. So we'll be recording the episode next week. If you go follow us, twitch.tv slash M of one podcast, you will get an alert when we start recording. You will have to be there in the chat because we're going to ask people to say something in the chat. And then we are going to pick from the people in chat to send a set of field notes to. So if you want to get a set of field notes, unopened, limited edition, unavailable, feel special. You have to join us during our record next week. Twitch.tv slash M of one podcast. Yeah. And yeah. record day and time. Just follow our social media to find that out. But it's going to be on Monday. It'll uh, be either Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And we will do it later in the day. That <laughs> way you'll have Wednesday. time. It could be Wednesday. could be Thursday. Maybe even Friday. But it's definitely going to be Monday. Here's the thing. It's supposed to be Monday, but my haircut's not till Tuesday. Oh, and I now see. I have to decide if we push <laughs> now, it to Tuesday. Now we all are put behind because of your haircut. It's the hair. Because hey. I would like to have better looking hair. And to be that's, fair, that's where I we're at right now. As a, pro- as a product... We want him to have better looking hair. <laughs> because otherwise, this is what they're getting on Monday. The, the, the middle part. The middle white part. Fruit. <laughs> white Please fruit. do that and actually braid your beard. If you can do yeah. that, then I think actually I prefer that to a, a fresh cut. Can you get beard extensions for the braids? Yeah. <laughs> I, I gladly would. And then but also we, we Lauren will is going to be them. wearing... Well, yeah, but you'll get the, if you follow us, uh, M of one, uh, I'm sorry, twitch.tv forward slash M of one podcast, you'll get the alert in your email and then also we'll announce it on social media. Yes. Um, and we'll, we'll do it at a time where you'll be, you'll be able to get off work, go home, hang out with us while you eat dinner, chat with us, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Lauren is going to be wearing a full cookie monster outfit. <laughs> I, might. Actually, I, don't, I don't think that's I true. Might. But we'll see. She'll install the inside. If she has any stage fright, you'll know because she'll be wearing a full cookie (laughs) monster outfit. Uh, Yeah. So that's gonna be fun. We're we're excited about that. We we always talk about visual things. We we we've always talked about the fact that this is much better visually because because we're all visual people. Um, And uh, we're we're jumping back into that. So join us on Twitch as we try that new platform. Uh, engage with us there. We'll, we'll probably do things other than giveaways to actually engage you and ask questions, and and um, you get to be a part of the show, which is which is super fun. So, um, join us for all that. Okay. With that being said, you can find us right now at m of one network, where you can find show notes and links to all the stuff we just talked about. You can find us on all your normal podcast platforms, uh, as well as on Slack, where you can join the conversation. There's a ton of stuff in there. Anything that you really want to talk about, there's probably a channel for it. So join us in Slack uh, to join the conversation. We're on social media everywhere at M of One Podcast. We also have our personal social media. I'm at Andrew Sale with threes instead of E's. Lauren. I'm at Not Cool Co. everywhere. And Patrick. I'm at Pirate's Booty. <laughs> like the snack? I hope so. <laughs> I'm not checking. I can't wait to find out. Uh, On that note, we're going to head out of this episode. We will see you next week when we hit up Twitch. Uh, But for now, I'm Andrew. I'm Lauren. I'm Patrick. Peace out.
Adios. Ah, you think it'd be R, but it'd really be the C.